0: The following is another KXPN sports presentation. KXPN presents high school basketball. High school basketball on ESPN radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Up next is the Hogemeyer Hybrids Pre-Game show.
1: This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer independent representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives,
2: 627-1064. And welcome back, everyone, to high school basketball here on ESPN as Carney High is ready for the second portion of today's Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament Doubleheader. Against the Fremont Tigers, Doug did it with you on the Hagemeyer High Ridge pregame show. In the girls' game, Carney got off to a great start. Tatum Rusher hit three threes and scored 12 points in the first quarter. Carney had six threes in the first half, led it 39 to 22, and pulled away for a 70 to 36 win over Fremont. Rusher ended up with 25 points. Kiara Dutenhoffer. 14 points and seven rebounds. As eight different Bearcats scored in the ball game for Fremont, they were led by Emily Shepard with 15 points, Maddie Dalton nine points, and 10 rebounds. So Carney girls will play Lincoln Southwest tomorrow. The winner of this will play at Lincoln High tomorrow in the uh, matchup against the third-ranked Lynx. Carney High did beat them earlier this year in their first. Home game after that little pod tournament with Prep and Millard South to begin the year. They lost that opener to Creighton Prep, the preseason third-ranked team, who's now three and three. But that was a six-point game, and Carney has won six consecutive ball games, and that includes the last time out nearly a dozen days ago when we saw them play at the Hastings College Heartland Hoops Holiday Tournament in the win over Elkhorn North. It's Carney and Fremont coming up next. Here on ESPN. Tonight's
1: starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank.
2: And first off, the starting lineup for your Fremont Tigers. They'll start it off this way here this evening, and we will start with number two, six-foot-three-inch junior, Jaden Cassio Jensen, averaging 12 points per ball game. The leading scorer is number three, 5'11 freshman, Corian Gallatin, averaging 18 points a game as a freshman for the Tigers. Number four, 6'1 sophomore is Maurice Bryant number 14, 6'2", freshman Noah Sagehorn, and number 23, foot sophomore in Aiden Vaca. You will probably not find a younger starting lineup in Class A boys basketball than what the Fremont Tigers have. There are only two seniors on this roster. They both come off the bench. They are coached by Mark Williams, assisted by Cody Gallatin, Seth Williams, Jordan Flynn, Patrick Verbka, and Connor Lusso. Fremont 1-4 and four on the season. The win was an overtime victory. Victory against Bellevue East. The losses are to two pretty good teams to start the year at Millard North and Elkhorn South. They've also been beaten by Omaha Westview and last time out by ten up at Norfolk, 59 to 49 for Fremont on the season. They are averaging 47 points per ball game. 30 of those between Cassio Jensen and Gallatin. For Carney High, wearing number zero, 5'10" junior is Carter Lee. Number one, six foot four inch senior and the leading scorer for the Bearcats, Jack Dahlgren, 16 points a game. Number five, six one senior is Trey Beckman. Number 11 is six five junior in Asher Endorf and he's getting 11 points a game. And number 44, six four sophomore Ben Johnson, second on the team. At nearly 15 points per basketball game, Carney is averaging 64 points per contest with four of their starters in double figures as Lee is at 10 and a half points per game. The head coach of the Carney Bearcats is Drake Baranic assisted by Keaton Kleemick, Jaden Ningen, Connor Baranic, and Carson Schwartz. Carney is six and one after that loss to Creighton Prep. They beat Millard South, Lincoln High, Omaha Northwest, Papillion La Vista, Omaha Buena Vista, and Elkhorn North. But since Lincoln High, the four teams that they have beaten have a combined record of four and twenty-five. Those are the study lines brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. More coming your way in a moment on ESPN. The
1: holidays are a time to reflect and give thanks. At Aurora Cooperative, we're truly thankful to our members, the producers who feed our nation, and people in service who support the agricultural industry. We're thankful for the communities and families we serve, and we appreciate your trust in our organization. Aurora Cooperative is proud to be part of the agricultural community. We look forward to helping producers achieve success in 2023. Here's to warmth and good cheer this holiday season and throughout the new year from everyone at Aurora Cooperative.
3: Oh, I can't believe it.
0: Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that
2: girl? Call Carney Killing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number.
0: 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour
2: towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Our interior report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life on a location near you. Carney High comes in in good shape, unfortunately, for Fremont. Colin Ritter would have been a starting guard for Coach Williams. He tore his ACL in the second practice of the season and is out for the year. Our entry report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. We are ready to tip things off here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and NewsChannelNebraska.com. This has been the Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Kirby Wells ready to throw the basketball up in the air and get this boys' contest underway. Ben Johnson against Cassio Jensen to jump center. And the tap will actually be controlled by Fremont. And the Tigers will move from left to right against the Carney Catholic man-to-man defense, driving in, getting a scoop shot blocked. Jack Dahlgren on Maurice Bryant blocked the shot. Carney takes it away. Johnson brings it up the floor to Beckman back to Johnson. Looks like they'll also come out and match up here for Fremont in a little zone defense. 3-2 zone, want to take away that three-point shot for Carney High out around the perimeter. Skip it into the corner. Johnson takes the three. And just like the girls game, we got a three to start the boys game as Ben Johnson knocks it down from the left-hand corner. And Carney leads it 3-0. Fremont trying to beat him back. Outlet passes too long and cannot be grabbed by Cassio Jensen. It's out of bounds. And Fremont will turn it over. So Carney, ideally would like to get out to a quick start just like you want in every game. Get a lead. Save some legs for tomorrow at Lincoln High. But you got to win the game first. And Fremont, both these teams off a long break. Didn't play at all last week. At Norfolk on the 16th for Fremont and in Hastings on the 17th for Carney. And that Hoops Classic, here's a three Carter Lee. It's going to rattle around no good. Rebound brought down by Bryant. Gets it to Gallatin. He'll bring it up the floor. Turn and kick it back. Cassio Jensen's three-pointer is too strong. Rebound grabbed by Beckman. And Carney will push it up on the right side. Kearney averages about 20 more points a game than Fremont, but Fremont not slowing it down. Just kind of tells you that they don't have as much of a half-court set offense probably as you would want. Lee nearly walked with the ball, faked the pass, reverses it to the right side. Into the corner, they'll go to Endorf. Reverse it all the way to the left side. Dahlgren down on the block. Lee back to Dahlgren being patient this time. Deep three. Beckman fires. It's too strong. Offensive rebound. Johnson, and he put it up too light from three feet. It didn't crawl over the rim. And the rebound brought down by Cassio Jensen. And here comes Fremont again. Hustling up the floor. Kick it to Keaton. Fusey Baja with the basketball. Move it up top. To the right side. Three. Gallatin partially blocked. Carter Lee got a hand on the three-pointer. It didn't get halfway there. And Carney Hott will bring it up. Two minutes in. Three-nothing on a Ben Johnson three. Dahlgren. Not much going on inside that 3-2 zone of Fremont. Back to Endorf. Pass up top. Lee dribbles into the paint, dishes it off. Dahlgren layup, good assist. Lee. Jack Dahlgren with the bucket to make it 5-0. Carney High. Now they're able to slap some pressure on against this younger backcourt of the Fremont Tigers. Bryant brings it across the timeline, picked up by Dahlgren, and a hand check foul here on Carney High. The first of the ball game. Beckman will be whistled for that. And coming in for Carney High will be Colt Straka. Getting a rest will be Asher Endor. Two and a half minutes into the ball game. Carney up by a score of five to nothing. Glad to have you along with us here this afternoon on ESPN. You're home for more high school hoops than anyone as the ball kicked into the corner to Noah Sagehorn. Back up top and fighting through a screen. We might have just got another one called on Trey Beckman and we did. So Beckman's going to have to come out of the ball game. And right back in will be Endorf. So we're not three minutes into the ball game, and not the way Beckman wanted it to start. Five nothing Carney. Fremont basketball on the far side. They'll lob it into the back court to Gallatin. Right on top of him is Straka. Went for the steal, couldn't get it. Gallatin, the leading scorer in the front court, switches it over here to Vaca. Crossover dribble, back up top. They'll go to Cassio Jensen. Carney getting a hand on the ball again there with Endorf. Right hand corner. Looking to get a shot away here, long possession for Fremont. Deep three on the way by Brian, and it's an air ball out of bounds. It goes. So back over to the Carney Bearcats, looking for their seventh straight win of the season. Although they're not ranked in the top ten, kind of hard to make a case for them. Their only quality win is against Lincoln High, although they played Creighton Prep tough. Prep only three and three. So if they were. Five and one, six and zero. Oh, maybe that changes things. Into Lee, nice catch. Switches directions and scores. Gave the ball fake. The defender went flying by, and Carney's up seven to nothing here. Three and a half minutes into the ball game. Gallatin wants to make something happen, and he does as he pulls up and buries the three. Good crossover dribble to knock it down, and that'll make it seven to three. Layup at the other end. Uh, Asher Endorf will knock it down. And we're going to get a timeout on the floor here. Looks like Carney called the timeout. Coach Moronic, something caught his attention here. So timeout on the floor even though Carney is up by a score of 9-2 to with 4.15 remaining in the first quarter of play. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more. You can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Carney High up by a score of 9-3. As they bring the ball into the front court, give and go Gallatin. Fremont has it punched that way from the backside, and out of bounds it will sail. Get a nice little crowd on hand. For today's boys basketball contest, Carney just continually pulled away at the girls. 70-36, to 36. we'll talk with Coach Carson at halftime. Inbounds pass, Colt struck his side. He stepped right into the passing lane and comes away with the steal. Now Johnson pushes it up with a left-hand dribble in front of the crowd by us, across from the benches. Reverse it over to the right side, Endorf, down to the low block, Lee. He's trapped and his pass to Dahlgren's going to be deflected away. Carney's first turnover of the game. Coming up with it is Maurice Bryant. Bryant into the front court, hands it off there to Sagehorn. Overload on the right side, he'll kick it into the corner to Gallatin. Off the switch, on him is going to be Straka. Back up Bryant, into the paint, gets caught in the paint, needs some help. Back out, long three, Cassio Jensen, around it out, no good. And Jack Dahlgren will grab his first rebound. Down the floor, trying to get it inside. The shot's going to be blocked and taken away. Asher Endorf went up. Cassio Jensen took it out of his hands. And now Fremont turns it over at the other end. Carney High goes to the bench for Justin Murray. 6'3", senior will check in. Fremont a little late getting their boys to the bench, so we play on. Johnson, a deep three up the floor, and it's off the iron. No good. A fight for the rebound between... Murray and Bryant and we're going to get a jump we're going to get a jump or a foul we're going to get a foul looks like they'll call the foul on Justin Murray that'll be his first and the team's third that's a good hustle foul though nothing Coach Boronic's going to be unhappy about there coming in for Fremont we've got Caden Karnatz, a 6'2 senior freshman coming off the bench here for Fremont and also checking in is going to be Zach Keaton drive in, break the press, got it underneath, but didn't take the shot, Sagehorn was right by the bucket instead of three, so it works out for him, as Keaton who just checked in the game, hits his first shot attempt, it's a three pointer and nine to six, although Carney has kind of dominated the first five minutes of the game, it's only a three point lead right hand corner, him back to Dahlgren Dahlgren open to the right hand corner, drives baseline gets the double team out to Lee, Carter for three, it's all net Boy, you could sure see Coach Mark Williams saw what was coming, and he just dropped his head when the ball went to Lee before he even shot it. Pushing it up, Cassio Jensen. He gets by the defender. Straka fires it underneath. Layup is good. Gallatin to Cassio Jensen as they break the press and get an easy layup. 12-8 Bearcats. Here's Lee. Pulls up for three, and he got another one. Back-to-back, nothing but Mets for Carter Lee, and he's got eight in the first quarter, and Carney High now leads it by seven. Again, 15-8 to is the score. Down low, Fremont getting to the attack, and the shot by Zach Keaton is good. They're not taking a lot of time to get the ball up. They want to get first chance, because they know Carney's defense on a couple of occasions have already put the clamps on them. So the p- scoring picking up, Dahlgren left-hand corner, dribbles out to the wing, and the pass out top, it goes to Strachan, high post Johnson. He's met there by Sage Horn. And he'll get rid of it, reverse it to Lee, same spot for three, that one will not go. He's looking for three in a row, but an offensive putback, Colt Straka. So Straka is there for his first bucket, and the Bearcats back up 17-10. to We're down to a minute 15 to go here, here in the first quarter. Keaton, who came in, got back-to-back buckets, gives it off for a three, and Karnatz has hit it. So Keaton and Carnage come off the bench and score eight in a row here for the Tigers and keep them in the ball game 17-13 a minute to go in the first quarter. Straka in the right-hand corner. Fires it underneath Ben Johnson. By the time they got it to him, though, he was doubled in the ball. He stole it away. Cassio Jensen gets in there. They're one pass too late getting it. Straka should have been able to get it to Johnson, but he was trying to run the offense and just kicked it up top. Wasn't even looking at him. Overload right side here for Fremont. They'll reverse it. Sagehorn back to the right side for Keaton can't get the 3 back over the left wing top of the key ball picked off Straka with the steal Straka uncontested in the layup is good 4 points now for Straka 22 seconds to go here in the first quarter Carney up 19-13 Fremont would love to get the last shot here Corion Gallatin, the freshman, dribbles at midcourt, guarded by Lee. Now they try to double him to get him rid of the basketball. Johnson went for the steal, couldn't get it. Seven seconds, left wing, baseline, Keaton brings it in. The floater hit the side of the board, no good. Strzok of the rebound, Johnson from half court, and it is way short, and that is the end of the first quarter of play, but plenty of entertainment in the first eight minutes. It's Carney High 19 and Fremont 13. You're listening to Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament on ESPN tri Now
0: powering the Nebraska Trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian Heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local. Shop Nebraska. Shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef, real Nebraska beef
1: For over 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services agents have built relationships with you One conversation at a time And we're as committed as ever to providing you with that level of service As part of your community, we're here for you Answering insurance questions and helping make sure your financial goals are on track I'm Farm Bureau Associate McKinsey. Stop by our office or call me at 308-234-2222 Farm Bureau Financial Services, it's your future, let's protect it
2: And glad to have you back here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you from Kearney High. The Bearcats leading at 19-13 at the end of the first quarter of our boys' contest. Girls won 70-36. And we'll play at Lincoln Southwest tomorrow. The winner of this game gets Lincoln High. Pius boys beat Columbus 83-55 in another opening round contest. Carney High will get the ball to begin the second quarter. Carter Lee leads the way with eight points. Lobs it underneath. There's Dahlgren for the layup. He's got four. Strock has got four. Fremont, five points for Zach Keaton to lead the way. And Carney High now leads it 21-13. to 13. That's their largest lead. With it is Gallatin. Gallatin gives it off the screen. Up top to Carnats. Swing it weak side here for Keaton. And good defense here by the Bearcats. Trying to overplay the basketball. Endorf. Beckman's back in there to start the quarter with two fouls. Fremont has also went to the bench to bring in Elijah Gunter to start the quarter. And a long-range three. Gallatin. That's how he averages 18 a game. He can pull up and fire anywhere, anytime. That's his second three. He's got six points. 21 is 16. Lee with it off a of screen. Johnson into the corner. Triple team Dahlgren up top for three. Beckman no good. Carney's three of eight. Rebound Johnson. Johnson back up and in. Five points for Ben Johnson. Carney leads it. 23 to 16. Just a minute gone here in the second quarter. Guthrie dribbles to the high post, gets rid of it to Casio Jensen, fires it inside. Jensen wasn't even watching, and Johnson gets the steal. Ben going to take it all the way, had some contact, missed the shot, rebound tipped out to Endorf, and he'll finish. Asher knocks it home, and we get a timeout here from Fremont. Coach Mark Williams will bring his youngsters over to the bench for a thirty second timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney taking care of you since nineteen ninety four, located where you need specializing in you. It's Carney twenty-five and Fremont sixteen. Back at the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you today's Heartland Athletic Conference tournament action from Carney High. While Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Fremont down 25-16 out of the timeout. See what they had set up. Well, they get a layup back door, but they missed it. Got an offensive rebound, put back up and in. Boy, Aiden Vaga was so wide open, and he ended up being in a bad position he put up a reverse layup with nobody within eight feet of him and he was easily able to get the rebound and stick it back in Carney was trying to overplay the ball out around the perimeter and he snuck free Johnson to Lee original five on the floor for Carney high Ben Johnson down low moving the ball well reversal corner nothing there back up top Lee Lee left elbow slipped kicked it back out three-pointer Endorf it's good And that's a tough one to swallow for Fremont. Boy, did they play great defense. Carney moved the ball all over the place and finally got one. Now Bryant answers for three at the other end. That's four straight threes going back to the last quarter for Fremont. And that's how they're staying in the basketball game. They've made their last four three-point attempts. And they are currently five of eight in the game from beyond the arc. For Carney, they are four of nine, so not much difference. Corner Dahlgren against the zone here of Fremont. Just a straight old 2-1-2. Get it inside Endorf. He couldn't handle it. Balls loose. And a timeout going to be called by Fremont as diving on the floor was Guther to get the steal. That's just a third turnover for Carney. And Coach says, let's just go ahead and use a timeout here to keep possession. With 4.56 remaining in the first half, Carney 28 and uh, Fremont.
0: Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license, 60DB0-54873.
2: Don't forget to nominate a great athlete for the ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Just go to ESPNSuperstation.com, nominate a boy, nominate a girl. We have one winner each month, like last month, Hyatt Collins of Adam Central, Micah O'Neill, of SEM brought to you by B&B carpet of Donovan. Fremont trying to get a little closer here into the corner. Three pointer on the way and it is good. Just checking in Tyson Queen and the three ball is falling right now for Fremont. The lead is down to four. Carney High had been up by double digits down low. Foul. Endorf powers it up. Can't get it to fall. He'll go to the line. Astor was seven of the game. Five of the quarter. The foul is on Queen, who just made that three, and that is actually the first foul of the game called on Fremont. So obviously the first free throw, but Fremont hasn't shot free throws either, and Endorf will step up and nail it. Carney 29, Fremont 24. The Tigers have made five straight threes. Second free throw is in, and Carney wants to sub and put up some pressure. Back in is Colt Straka. Kind of a seven-man rotation right now for the Bearcats. Murray is also in the ball game, so they've got Dahlgren, Straka, Lee, Endorf, and Murray on the floor. Fremont down by six. Will they continue to get looks from beyond the arc here? Thirty to twenty-four. Just kind of dribbling in place out here is Gallatin. Then Lee just says, let me have the basketball. Takes it right away from him. And then on a two-on-one, it's stolen back. Stepping into the passing lane is Gallatin. He'll give it off, driving in, switching hands. Dahlgren got a hand on the attempt there of Vaga. And then we get a foul as well on Fremont. It's going to be on Queen. Two quick ones on Tyson. And Carney. High will get the basketball back. But first we see Coach Williams going to the bench. And Cassio Jensen back in there. Also in there is Gallatin, Sagehorn, Queen stays in with those two fouls. And, of course, Bryant. Carney spreads the floor here a little bit as they get a half-court set up, 30-24. With it is Straka. Left-hand corner, Dahlgren right back to Straka. Driving in Lee, off balance, switches hands, right hand no good, fights for his own rebound, throws it in, Murray dives on the floor, Carney saves it, Lee got it to Murray, overload on the left side, up top they'll go again, Johnson on the bench right now, here's a three, Dahlgren on that top of the key, Jack Dahlgren, seven in the ballgame, Carney high, 33-24, as Dahlgren knocks down the three-pointer at the other end, Bryant, Bryant to the free throw line, stops, switches, and we walked. Kicked it out to the left wing, Sagehorn hits the three. Noah with his first bucket of the ball game, but Fremont shoots a three, it's going in. That is six consecutive threes that they have made, 33-27. 2.50 to go here in the first half, faked the three, Dahlgren now has room, drives but kicks it into the corner to Strock on the other end, he got behind the backboard. Lee now hands it off, they'll reset up top with Endorf. Coming up with the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First-half stats, score updates. We'll talk with Carney Girls Coach J.D. Carson about their win earlier today. Driving in, off-balance, scoop shot Dahlgren won't go. Queen will get the rebound, a rare board here for Fremont. There just haven't been many misses. Cassio Jensen gets it up ahead to Gallatin, who drives, and his pass from behind the backboard is knocked out of bounds. Ben Johnson and Trey Beckman back in. Murray and Carter Lee are out. Back in for Fremont is Vaha and Carnats. Fremont ball underneath their own hoop, down by six. Three ball, keeping a minute. Looking for Gallatin off the inbound. Oh, no trouble! Going to throw it all the way to the backcourt. Dahlgren's going to race him for it. He's going to get right up in his face defensively, but Corian is able to pick up the ball and get into the front court, left hand corner. Handed off there for Sagehorn. Off the cut. Left side, Vaja switches hands. Contested shot too strong. Rebound brought down by Endorf. And Carney looks to extend this six-point lead with two minutes to go before halftime. Beckman underneath. Oh, somehow Endorf got it. Boy, it looked like Fremont had the ball go right through their hands, going for the steal. And Asher having himself a heck of a second quarter here. He's got nine points in this quarter alone. 35-27, Bearcats. Horn for another three, but that one way strong. Ben Johnson will get his third rebound of the ballgame. They finally missed a three up to Dahlgren, and he lays it in in transition. That's a huge miss on that three when they've been making them all. They've made six in a row. They missed the three, which would have cut it to five. Instead, it's a layup at the other end, and now it's ten, and we're going to get a foul reach in here on Colt Straka. That'll be his first. No free throws. They say it was before the shot attempt. Looks like Carter Lee's going to come back in. And Elijah Gunter returns here for Fremont. 120 to go in the first half. Carney 37. And Fremont 27, equaling the largest lead of the game. Fremont to throw it in. Cassio Jensen up top. Gunther, they gave him room. He's one-on-one. They cleared out against Johnson. Starts to drive and kicks it back out right wing to Vaha. He'll back it away into the corner to Gunther. Again, must not feel confident about taking it at Johnson. Elijah, 5'10", Jr. Good quickness. Here's another long three. Gallatin, but that one will not roll in. Rebound brought down by the Bearcats And Dorf off to the races. Does he have enough teammates? No. He'll slow it down. Into the corner. Dahlgren, wide open three. No good for Jack. He could have dribbled in there, but took the three. They get the offensive rebound anyway with Beckman. We're down to 40 seconds to go here. In the first half, and Carney now may take a little air out of the basketball. Nope, underneath, they'll get it to Johnson. Johnson got inside and dunked it. Ben Johnson on the assist from Dahlgren, kind of lulled him to sleep. 39-27, building the lead before halftime. A three at the other end comes up way short that time from Carnatz. Endorf his fourth rebound, 15 seconds to go. Coach Drake Baranek yelling out the play here. He wants it to play for the last shot, but boy, they had some cutters wide open. Dahlgren, top of the key against a little matchup, starts to drive, puts his shoulder down, throws it off the window, and scores. And what a quarter for Endorf and Dahlgren. And Carney! High scores the last eight points of the second quarter of play and takes a six-point lead out to 14 here at the half. And again, Carney, one of their best first halves of the year as they take the lead over the Fremont Tigers in the first round of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament, 41-27. Lincoln Northeast leading Grand Island boys at the half, 32-12. We will take a break and talk with the head girls basketball coach, J.D. Carson, and more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. here on ESPN. Hi, this is
3: Stacy from Builders
1: in Kearney and Grand Island. Get expert advice from certified specialists at Builders. Whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high-quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck, area athletes.
0: Pioneer, with you
2: from the word go. See Impact Seed. And welcome back to uh, high school basketball on ESPN, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. They're getting ready for the Buffalo roofing half court shot. They gave away a 1000 bucks last time. One of those rascally murrays made that shot out there, and uh, they 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 kind of know the court a little bit. JD Carson joins me here at half, of coming off a nice win, and coach him when you when you're playing in the holiday break, you want to have success all the time, but you want to get off to a good start. And boy, girls shot the heck out of the basketball here this evening.
4: Yeah, they really did. Um, which you know you're always nervous coming out of break. How's it going to look? Is the ball going to go in the hole? Um, you're going to fumble it all over the place. And I thought for the most part, in the first half we looked. Pretty clean, pretty crisp, weren't very good on the offensive boards, but offensively we looked pretty
2: solid. Tatum Rusher had a slow start to the season in one game, and since then she started to build up. You see that her average is just about ten and a half points, but it's been getting better and better and better, and she throws in 25, and when she gets an open look, it looked really good today.
4: Yeah, it did, and, you know, even when she was struggling early, it looked like it was going in when she was releasing it and, and was getting some good looks. So we, we knew it was a matter of time. She's been a good player here for a long time. Um, and when she can see the first one or second one go in, it's probably going to be a good night for her, and tonight was that night.
2: What did you expect coming into the ball game tonight? I mean, uh, <laughs> I have to laugh a little bit because the two Carney games that I've done, you've coached against Tom Taverdi and Kelly Flynn uh and and that's that's pretty big that's pretty big shoes to fill do they have
4: more wins than i do i I don't know i got a couple more more state championships
2: yeah they could well the way your kids are playing they're playing very good here for only losing to one and two but what did you expect against a shorter younger fremont team
4: yeah we thought looking at film we could probably get after them with our pressures and and we did a good job of that in the first half um and we really thought we could get the ball inside and score and uh, we did that with a, a a number of kids. I thought Skeen had some good moves and kickouts. Student Hoffer scored really well inside as she has the last couple games. Um, and then Helmbreck and Franzen even chipped in off the bench inside. And I thought we had a really good balance of inside-outside looks tonight.
2: I know coaches are always worried when you don't get a full practice, when you have to come right out of the gate and play. And then Maddie kind of tweaked an ankle this morning. Uh, what's her status? It looked like you set her down because you didn't have to play her. What's the, what's the latest there?
4: Yeah, we thought she looked a little ginger out there in her first go, and we you know, we kind of felt like we had it in hand and no need to risk it. And if we could give it more time to heal for tomorrow, um, then we definitely take that. She's going to have a big matchup tomorrow and trying to stop Brindley Christensen. Um, who's a really good player for Lincoln Southwest. She's coming here next year to UNK to play for the Lopers. Um, Good athlete, but really, really skilled player. And, um, you know, part of our game plan is probably Maddie stopping her. Um, And so hopefully she'll be good to go, and and the rest we could get her tonight by our other teammates playing well and stepping up to the plate. Uh, Hopefully she'll be closer to 100%, but we'll see.
2: Your only losses were to preseason, one and two. You're going to get another good team in here. Uh, Tell me more about Southwest uh, because they've obviously been there the last few years.
4: Yeah, I mean, they're always down there. It seems like they're always well coached. They've got good athletes. They've got shooters. They've got kids that can handle the rock. Um, But probably their bread and butter for the last couple of years has been their defense. They are hard to score on. Um, They rotate really well. Uh, They've got great ball pressure with wing denial. Um, and so we talked after after this game, we're going to have to be a lot more physical and trying to get to our sets and to get the ball where we want it to go. Um, but they're a really good team. And, and you know, we kind of talked last year a lot. And, and then this year, that next step for us is finding a way to beat some of these top-tier teams um, that we've been close with but haven't found a way to knock them off yet.
2: J.D. Carson and his uh, Carney High girls won it today 70-36, to 36, got up 22-8, to 8 and just kind of kept moving along, and it seemed like, when your younger kids or your second and third tier kids got to see more playing time, they wanted to show you a little something in there, too. Everybody was hungry today.
4: Yeah, they were letting it rip, and a lot of them looked pretty good. Um, and that's good. Anytime we can build in those minutes uh, for them, we got to keep that next group coming along for the years uh, coming. And they don't have a couple JV games here for a while. We're varsity only. Um, but also, we're, we're hoping to stay in this tournament for a while. And so anytime we can get kids in and out and keep legs a little more fresh, uh, we're going to take that chance to do it and uh hopefully that'll help against southwest who didn't have to play today yeah
2: back and forth every day if you keep winning uh
4: no we're gonna stay the night okay. uh we know we play regardless of a win or a loss and if we were to lose uh we'll play pretty early so we're just we got hotel rooms um i think mr Hogue has a stand at the ritz carlton who knows he is um, <laughs> yeah there you go he might be i doubt we are um, but, no, that'll be a good, fun trip for us. We'll get to go watch the boys' game after ours, maybe do a little team bonding, go out to eat. So it should be fun.
2: Cool. We'll keep winning, J.D. Hey, we're going to try. Man. You keep coming. We'll keep winning. How about that? Sounds good. Okay, there we go. The head coach of your Cardi girls, J.D. Carson, they win it today by a score of 70-36. to 36. We said they just kind of... Constantly pulled away. 25 points for Tatum Rusher. Kiera Duttenhofer, 14 points and 7 rebounds as 8 players scored for Carney. 15 points, 5 rebounds for Emily Shepard and 9 points, 10 rebounds for Maddie Dalton for the young ladies from Fremont. We'll take a break and take a look at the first half number of our boys' game, which Carney leads 41-27 right after South this. Central Diesel of
0: Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps, and injectors. Diesel performance parts and turbochargers or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you
1: when experience matters ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat head and neck disorders in adults and children providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994 along with speech therapy services with our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Clean Smith at Carney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you.
2: And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Doug Duda with you here on ESPN. Let's go ahead and take a look now at the first half numbers of our ball game for the Tigers from Fremont. They've had seven, eight players score, but nobody with more than six, and that's Corian Gallatin. Two three-pointers, six points. Jaden Cassio-Jensen, two points, a rebound and a block. Maurice Bryant, three-pointer and two rebounds. Noah Sagehorn, a three-pointer. Zach Keaton, five points. Aiden Vaugh, two points. And Vaca has two points and one rebound. Caden Carnatz, a three-point bucket. And Tyson Queen, a three-point bucket and a rebound. 13 points in the first quarter, 14 in the second. I have Fremont for 27 points, only five rebounds. They have not been to the free-throw line. Seven of 13 from three-point land, and they missed their last three. They have one block shot, six turnovers for Fremont. And Tyson Queen, the only player that was called for foul. He had two of them. For Carney High, Carter Lee, eight points all in the first quarter. One rebound, one block. Jack Dahlgren, 11 points. One rebound, two blocks. Colt Straka, four points, two rebounds. Trey Beckman has two rebounds. For Asher Endorf. He has 11 points, 4 rebounds, and Ben Johnson has 7 points, 3 rebounds, 19 points in the first quarter, 22 in the second, 41 points, 13 rebounds, 2 out of 2 at the free throw line, 5 of 11 from 3 point land, 3 block shots and 4 turnovers as Carney High leads it 41-27. to High school basketball on ESPN Tri-Cities brought to you by Currency makes financing quick, easy and secure for heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers and more. Visit, see, go, visit gocurrency.com for details. Doug did it back with you as Fremont will get the ball to start the third quarter of play, finding themselves down 41 to 27 and Carney right on them with that man to man pressure. See if Fremont can get something going outside of the three-point line where they have scored 21 of their 27 points. And driving the baseline and knocking down a two-pointer is Gallatin. It was a tough shot, but he knocked it down from about six feet. Now Lee the other way, and he's going to be fouled before he made the layup. Gallatin couldn't get in front of him squared up and up, and it looks like that'll be the first foul. No. Are going to call it on Bryant? Are going to call it on Maurice Bryant? It'll be his first. Again, it doesn't really matter. Nobody's in any foul problems for Fremont, lob into Dahlgren right underneath the hoop, ball fake, got Keaton in the air, Sagehorn in the air, put it up over his head and scored. Oh, 13 points now for Jack Dahlgren on a good ball fake on Noah Sagehorn. Carney didn't waste any time once they handed the ball ready for play that was coming in. Bryant for a deep three, it's all net. Second three for Maurice Bryant, and the three point bucket is there, 43-32 Bearcats, shots it into the front court. Again, the winner here gets Lincoln High tomorrow, the Carney girls that's at 3.45. The Carney girls at 2 o'clock game with Southwest. We will be at the Amherst Holiday Tournament the next two days here on ESPN. It'll be St. Cecilia and York beginning at 1.30, then Amherst and Kearney Catholic beginning at 4.30, or 4.45, I guess it is, tomorrow here on ESPN, then 11 a.m. it begins on Friday. In the paint again, and Dahlgren with a little five-foot turnaround jumper, and Dahlgren. Has the first two buckets of the third quarter here for Carney High. 45-32, 6.40 to go in the third. Up top of it, Cassio Jensen hands it off to Vaca. Right wing, Sator Dolgen went for the steal, didn't get it, but Noah didn't do anything with it. Overload on the right side, trying to run some screens. They do, backside though, shot, missed Gallatin. Two Bearcats run into each other, and Corian actually grabs the loose basketball. A fortunate pounce there. Gallatin, probably a little disheartened that he missed that shot. Now a three, Sagehorn right corner, no good. Ball deflected again in an offensive rebound. And then Dahlgren blocks the shot of Corian. Foul called on the loose ball. Carter Lee, his first. Boy, good hustle down there on both sides. Vaca kept it alive to begin with. And then Dahlgren blocked the shot, and as they went for The loose ball Gallatin got run over by Carter Lee, his first foul. So inbound, Fremont, keep it in front of their bench here with Sage Horn. Off a couple of screens, up top, Cassio Jensen on the switch, Dahlgren's on him. Jaden tries to drive, fadeaway jumper in the paint from 10, no good. Ben Johnson will pull down his fourth rebound, up the floor, then stops the top of the key, finds the trailer in Endorf. Right corner, give and go. Oh, they threw it behind Johnson. He slipped. He is okay, it looks like. We're going to get a jump ball, loose ball here. The arrow points the way of Carney high. No one ever really got possession of that one. And so no turnover. We're just going to keep it here with the Bearcats. You're listening to KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Inbound to Dahlgren. They isolate him on the right block. Sagehorn got a hand on it and knocked it away. Fifth turnover for the Bearcats. Up the floor with it, Bryant gives it off, Sage Horn into the corner, open three, Vaca over everything, rebound brought down by Carter Lee. Lee with his second board. Back to Dahlgren, left side of the key, three-point arc, skips it over to the right side, Beckman for three, it's good. Trey Beckman with his first bucket of the ball game. He had a couple of really early fouls and spent a little more time than he wanted to on the bench in the first half. Carney high up by 16, trying to answer Bryant. Three in the right corner, no good. Ben Johnson with the rebound. Carney, right now, you just got that feeling he has a chance to put this thing away. Five minutes, Johnson gets by the defender. Double-team wraparound drop by Beckman, stolen away. Outlet pass into the front court. Sagehorn goes in and finishes, and a foul. Endorf with the foul. Nice job by Noah Sagehorn. He didn't mess around. He knew that there was possible contact. He just went ahead and finished. So Asher Endorf with his first personal foul and a chance at a three-point play. Boy, Carney let one get away at the other end. Endorf knows that it just bounced right out, or Beckman bounced right off his hands. And instead, a three-point chance now at the other end. And the free throw by Sage Horn off the front of the rim and falls off the right side. No good. Colt Straka back in there. He's got the basketball off the rebound. And here comes Carter Lee. Trying to get some energy going here in the offense. Justin Murray's also back in there in that seven-player rotation. Endorf and Dahlgren are down. Overload right side. They're trying to run Johnson off some screens, and that got Straka open. Now back out Lee. Bounce pass underneath to Murray. Murray kicks it back in the corner. Johnson for three. It's no good. Rebound comes down to Carney. Straka in trouble. Had to try to find somebody and just threw it out of bounds. He was in deep trouble in the paint. So again, got the rebound, ended up turning it over. That's a hustle play. Again, you can live with that. Second chance opportunity. 48-34. Carney by 14. They've had a comfortable lead most of the way. Fremont just can't get it down back to single digits after a halftime of 41-27. Here's Bryant Ball fake, drives left baseline, draws the double team. They kick it out. Make a couple of extra passes. Finally, a little six-footer that comes up short by Zach Keaton. Fights for the rebound, but can't get it. Colt Straka will have it. Fremont might have made one or two too many passes that time. As they had a couple of open looks, just maybe not the right guy. And a timeout will be called here by Coach Drake Baranek. Try and get that offense going again. 3.38 remaining in the third quarter of play. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. It's the Bearcats 48, Fremont 34, and the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. B&B Carpet and Donovan is here to
4: fill all your flooring needs. We have a great B&B family that has many years of experience and will take good care of you through the whole buying and installing process to help give you peace of mind and to make you happy with your entire flooring purchase. Come into B&B and let us help you with your flooring needs.
1: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center excellence in rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Location serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River.
2: And Doug Duda here with you on ESPN Tri-Cities in the Kearney Tillion Repair Broadcast booth. Bearcat ball out of the timeout. What did they draw up? With it is Carter Lee. trying to run a lot of high screens into the corner. Beckman for three, and he got it all net. Trey with two three pointers here in the quarter. And Carney High extends their lead. 51 on the board here for the Bearcats. And the pass knocked away. Beckman makes a steal at the other end. Outlet pass. Endorf takes it in. Layup good. And out of the timeout. Five quick ones for the Bearcats. 53 to 34. And there's that little spike we talked about a couple of minutes ago. Carney just felt like they could go put it away. And they're trying to here as Keaton. Hands it off, back over to Gallatin. Carney's did a good job on the freshman guard, who's averaging 18 a game for Fremont. Right side, three-pointer, going to come up short for Carnats. They're not making them anymore for Fremont. Rebound, Dahlgren, long outlet pass, and the stuff for Endorf. Asher Endorf able to slam it down. He's got 15. And Carney out of that timeout, seven in a row at the other end. Gallatin, quick shot, no good. Ben Johnson, sixth Rebound. Bearcats trying to score about a dozen points in 90 seconds. Johnson in the middle, and he'll put it up in traffic and score. Everybody involved. Fremont got to be thinking timeout here. It just got out of control. 57-34. It's a 23-point game. Three-pointer by Bryant. Off the front of the rim, no good. There isn't a Fremont Tiger within 15 feet of the rim. No chance at a rebound. Here's Dahlgren, top of the circle. Back over to Beckman give and go inside Dahlgren got fouled before he made the basket foul called here on the Tigers and this one will go on Bryant that'll be his second again that's only the fourth foul of the entire game on Fremont and with a little track action we're going to see substitutions here's Colt Strzokka and for the first time Jake Crottsville comes into the ball game the 6-4 sophomore It's still Bearcat ball underneath their own hoop. They'll lob it in. Dahlgren right back to Straka, who was the inbounder, and he'll lay it up and in. Nobody covered, Cole. There's one you practice and practice and hope that it works, and it looked pretty if you're a Kearney Bearcat fan. 59-34. Holy moly, it went from 16 to 25 in a matter of 90 seconds. Fremont drives in. Here's the shot a little high that time, but getting his own rebound and finishing is Zach Keaton. So Keaton got in trouble, knew that that first shot was going to get blocked, so he just threw it up high so he could get his own rebound. As Carney gets back into their weave offense, Johnson dribbles to the left elbow, 360 in the paint, switches hands, little finger roll won't go. Bryant with his third rebound, up the floor to Cassio Jensen, back to Maurice Bryant. They try to double him, he'll lob it into the corner for Gunther. Gunther goes back up top, and a foul going to be called here on Colt Straka. That'll be his second, third of the half. One minute to go here in the third quarter. Kearney high 59, Fremont 36. Ian Piper comes in for Kearney. Coach Barano with a big lead now, can go deeper down the bench again, thinking that they have to play again tomorrow at 345. End of the ball game is Tyson Queen again for Fremont. He's got the ball on the right wing. Good pass underneath to Guther, and then he's fouled by Jack Dahlgren. Guther left Dahlgren in his dust. That doesn't happen very often in Jack, his first personal foul. Two free throws coming up for Elijah Gunner. And he is one of the juniors on this team. Has not scored. And the free throw is no good. Carter Lee and Murray back in. Staying in there will be Kratzel, Straka, and Piper. Second free throw Gutter up and no good. Rebound brought down by Jake Kratzel and here comes Carney High. With 45 seconds to go in the third quarter, and this one put away. 59-36, driving in. Straka, not a good shot. There was three people hanging on him. Rebound brought down by Cassio Jensen. That'll be his second. Jaden into the front court, top of the key. Head and shoulder fake. Fade away jumper on the left side. No good. Rebound brought down by Piper. And Piper will try to bring it up the floor here. 25 seconds as he crosses midcourt. And then Gunner got his feet crossed up and fouled him. As he hits the ground. Eli Gunner, his first. Third team foul. Carney ball by their own bench with 21 seconds. 59-36 here in the third into Carter Lee. Right in his back pocket is Bryant. Five-second count on. Lee better do something with it. Finally puts the ball on the floor with a dribble. Straka comes out in case he needs some help. Bounces off Gunner. This might get chippy here in a moment. Lee drives to the right wing all the way to the baseline, and then he does get fouled by Gunther. That'll be the first one second one on Elijah, but both of them here in just the last few seconds. Four seconds now for Carney to get a good shot up to end the quarter. Carter Lee on the baseline, but in the corner. And because they've got a big lead, Drake Baronek's going to use his third timeout and set up a play. Three point seven to go here in quarter number three. Carney has pulled away. They lead at 59-36 over Fremont.
1: In this business.
2: Bring glad tidings with a new 2022 Jeep Gladiator during the big finish at Tom Dinsdale CDJR. Wrap up a Gladiator Sport S4x4 for nearly 8800 off, plus no payments for 90 days. Or choose a Gladiator Rubicon 4x4 for more than $9,600 off, plus 90 days no payments. We wish you a merry Jeepness at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings Northside or at CDJR.com. Must finance the Chrysler Capital. Offer expires December 31st. Alright, Carney to throw it in. 3.7, Carter Lee looking. Krotsel cuts, not there. Off a of screen. Piper, ball fake, off balance. Three, it's good! At the end of the third quarter of play, the junior Ian Piper knocks down the three-point bucket and after three quarters of play in the opening round of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament, it's Carney 62.
0: more online at PleasisMarine.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Main, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Main, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Main, Costler, and Cottle.
2: And welcome back to Carney High. A big thank you to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue and the crew here. Hope your holidays are going well. If you're still Christmas in a little bit, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We've got basketball for you over the next three days here on ESPN. Carney High Girls won today 70 to 36. The boys are up 60 to 2, 62 to 36 as we start the fourth quarter here over Fremont. And it's Tiger Basketball. We'll give you some numbers and then a bounce pass that didn't. And it goes right through the wicket of Sagehorn and out of bounds. Just the second turnover of the half, eighth of the game for Fremont. Carnegie has six, two in each quarter. They are led by Azure Endorf and Jack Dahlgren. Each have 15, Johnson nine. Carter Lee had all eight of his points back in the first quarter. And leading the way, nobody in double digits for Fremont, but Corian Gallatin has eight, seven for Keaton, six for Bryant on a couple of threes. Here's Dahlgren, drives into the paint, kicks it out of the wing. Beckman for three. It's good. Nine points for Trey Beckman. And Carney High is now above 50% from beyond the arc. I have them nine of 17, eight of 19 for Fremont, and they've missed their last five from three-point land. That's how the Tigers hung in it in the first half. It was 33-27. Carney scored the final eight points. And then Carney went on a 9-0 run after a timeout at about 90 seconds to take the lead out to 25. And currently it sets at 29-65 to 36. Try to fire it inside. Ball deflected off. Lee picked off. Fast break the other way. Up ahead, Dahlgren. Back to Carter. Off the window and in. There won't be much time left for the starters of the ball game here for Coach Drake Beranick, he's already got a couple at the scorer's table to check in. As Carney will get their seventh straight win to get to 7-1. Pass to Queen, goes off his hand. Three straight turnovers by Fremont. Two on one, leave it off. Endorf layup, good. Carney with a 7-0 start here in the first 90 seconds of the fourth quarter, and it is to 69-36. Off the screen, Vodka can't get the three away, drives in, and we will get a foul called. Kind of sandwiched in there. Endorf might have blocked the shot, but it was on Carter Lee. His second, team's fifth, and it doesn't matter. We're going to have a couple of free throws for Carney. Bearcats are eager to get in there. Players that we've already seen, four more that we'll see later on in the contest. And at the line will be Aiden Vaca. Two points, first free throw of the game. No good. Fremont 0 of 4 at the line. Carney, 2 of 2. Haven't been many fouls called. Straka, Murray, Krotzel, and Piper back in. Piper hitting that three at the third quarter buzzer. They were right on him. He gave a good ball fake, stepped to his right. Still got a good shot up and in, even though it was a little off balance. Second free throw here, and Vaca finally makes a free throw here for Fremont. And that makes the score sixty-nine to thirty-seven. Bearcats now just seeing. Who else can get things going here over the final six minutes of our ball game? Off the screen, Straka drives left baseline, cut up by Queen, wants to base some bounce pass to Kratzel. It was down at his ankles. Jake got it, though, and he's going to be fouled. And Jake will go to the line looking to put his name in the hack tournament scorebook. Foul on Karnatz, his first. And Jake Kratzel to the line here. First free throw on the way, and it's good. Second free throw coming up for Jake. Averaging about four points a game. On the way, and it's in. So Jake hits them both. Gets a couple of free throws. Keeps Carney a perfect four for four at the line. 71-37. Fremont basketball. Underneath, Queen got it and scored. Looked like it was going to be knocked away by Piper, but Queen picked up the loose ball in the lane. And was able to put it over the front of the rim and score. Now Carney high with Colt Straka. He's trapped, needs some help, finds Piper, who immediately kicks it back out. Not a lot of other action going on for teams around here. We know that Grand Island is swept by Lincoln North Star and Carney's gonna get to sweep here at Fremont. Again, the girls won seventy to thirty-six. Tatum Rusher had twenty-five points. Beckman fakes the three, then shoots the three. It's short. The shot clock was running down, so he had to force it up. Piper actually grabbed a loose ball, but the shot clock expired. And Again, that's the first even close shot clock violation we have had here in either the girls' or boys' basketball game. Got her back in for Fremont. Also checking in is Dane Morham. Coming in is Zach Keaton again. Fremont, Bryant can't get the ball to him. It's going to be stolen away, and going in is Colt Strucker for the layup. He's got eight points in the basketball game. Fourth turnover of the quarter here. Into the ball game for Carney. Here's Bertrand checking in. Turner, the 6'6 sophomore, has come in for the Bearcats for the first time. Here's Bryant, pull up from 16, he got it. Maurice with his first two-point bucket to go along with a pair of threes. 73-41, Carney, four and a half remaining in the ballgame. Krauts with it in the left-hand corner. And shoulder fake decides to take it in, draw contact, and they're going to get a late whistle. Foul called on Fremont. One of those where they thought about it and then blew it. So Bryant with his third personal foul, and Jake who made a couple of free throws a minute ago will head back to the foul line to try and add to his point total. Free throw is good. Don't forget when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Final stats, coaches, interviews, then we'll get you to college football. Arkansas on Kansas just underway. Arkansas has kicked a field goal in the first four minutes. And Krautzel hits both free throws. Obviously taught by his mother how to shoot free throws, and he's four for four. Fast break the other way. Carney didn't get back. Piper commits the foul on Zach Keaton. And for Ian, that'll be his first. earlier today Duke took care of Central Florida 30 to 13 and then also tonight Oregon will play North Carolina in the second game of our doubleheader after Kansas Arkansas will be Texas Tech and Ole Miss We're back with you tomorrow at 1:30 from Amherst St. Cecilia York deep NBA 3 Cassio Jensen hits it and that breaks a drought here from beyond the arc we didn't think that Fremont was ever going to miss so, again, that's uh, St. Cecilia-York tomorrow at 1.30. Amherst, Carney Catholic at 4.45. Pick and roll, but the pass is behind Justin Murray. Carney turns it over. Outlet pass, Cassio Jensen. It's too far for him. And Bertrand will pick up the loose ball here for Carney High. So the Bearcats head the other way. Again, looking for just a little bit more. As they get it to Murray, back out to Bertrand. Three-point line to Justin. <laughs> He just doesn't want to shoot to Piper for three. It's no good. Rebound comes down to Kratzel. Murray couldn't have been any more open right by the basket, but he decided not to take it. Now he'll take it inside off the glass and in. The team was saying, shoot it. His teammates saying, put it up. And Justin gets in the scorebook here. 77 points now for Carney High. That is a season high with three minutes to go. 77-44. Backdoor cut. They got it into Gunther. Decides not to take it. Back out. Cassio Jensen, top of the key. He'll hit another three. So Jaden with back-to-back threes. He now has eight. 77-47 Carney Playing out the string here with two and a half to go in a basketball game. And it looks like we have a pseudo timeout just to sub in. I don't think the official wanted everybody to go to their benches. Just a timeout to get the kids into play. In for Carney is Jacob Hansen and Jody Solaris. Piper stays in. Bertrand stays in. Crotzel stays in. In for Fremont. Well, sorry, we have a zero, and I don't know who that is. Coach did not give us a zero. Let's see if we can check on that. Driving the baseline for Carney. High is Hansen. Kicks it into the corner. Piper got tripped up. And Piper got fouled. That is Combe for Fremont. The sophomore. And at the line is Piper to shoot a one and one. And the free throw is good. So Ian, who hit a three at the end of the third quarter, adds a free throw. 78 47. Also in there for Fremont. Easton Siza has checked in, has his Isaac Williams. Second free throw is good. So Piper hits them both. 79-47. Carney, I don't even think we mentioned this, had Fremont in the first round of the tournament last year, too, and had no problem with the win, 77-36. Here's a three-pointer, up and in. And that was Colm, who knocked it down. And they've actually made three straight threes again. 79 to 50. Bring it back into the right hand corner. Piper down to Bertrand. Dribbles behind the bucket. Back out Piper. Wide open three and it is in and out. No good. Rebound by Kratzel. Kratzel back up and in. Jake Kratzel. Six points here in the corner. 81 to 50. Carney. 90 seconds left to go in the basketball game. Front court, little stutter dribble by Colm, brings it into the paint, throws it up with the left hand, gives it off to Caden Arister, and he's going to be fouled, so he gets to go to the line and shoot two. Foul on Kratzel. And the free throw is no good. Second free throw coming up on the way and it is bouncing around and in so Rister gets his name in the scorebook here today 7 81 51 baseline there's Hanson layup good Jacob Hanson off the beautiful pass from Kratzel 83 51 a minute 10 to go deep three on the way for Fremont top of the key it's no good Rebound's going to be brought down by Krotzel. He's got four here in the half. He dribbles all the way, coast to coast, and lays it up and in. Carney High with one of their biggest offensive outputs in a number of years. They'll advance on to play at Lincoln High tomorrow at 345 in the hack quarterfinals. They beat Lincoln High in a tough one here at home, 56-50, back on the 9th of December. Here with it is Colm, gives it off on the right wing to Hartung, Matt Hartung. Back out to Siza, 30 seconds to go. Deep three by Ristar, top of the key. Hits the front of the rim, no good. Ball hits the floor. Looks like we're going to get a jump ball between Piper and Isaac Williams. Arrow points the way of Carney. And with 24 seconds to go, we might just see Carney dribble it out. Solaris throws it into Piper. Piper over on the right side. Well, they're attacking. With it is Hanson. Lob it inside to Bertrand. Catch, shoot, score. Turner Bertrand. He gets in the scorebook. 87-51. Ten seconds to go. Fremont left wing with a basketball is Siza. Kicks it into the corner. Three-pointer on the way by Hartung. No good. Solaris gets the rebound. And you hear the final buzzer. Carney High shot the ball really well today. And that's obvious when you put 87 points on the board. The final score, Carney High, 87, and Fremont, 51. The Bearcat boys and girls really shot the ball well here this afternoon. The boys will play at Lincoln High tomorrow at 345. The girls will play at Lincoln Southwest, and that will be at 2 o'clock. Both of the opponents are the number three seed because Carney is the number six seed in the tournament. We will take a break and be back with the new West Postgame show right after this on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Carney, K-I-C-S Hastings and NewsChannelNebraska.com. At Platteville, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet,
0: Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of central Nebraska since 1982. Forty-plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to new Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, Platteville, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick are the only things you need to know for all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Latin Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington.
2: Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com.
3: I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was 8 years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanny, And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being any place else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare: Your care, our inspiration.
2: And welcome back to High School Basketball here on ESPN Tri-Cities. This is the New West Sports Medicine or Orthopedic Surgery Post Game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Really good basketball game for Carney High. The Bearcats able to come out on this first day after the holiday break and finish it off like they wanted to, and they were able to score points, get everybody involved, and advance on to the quarterfinals of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Winning the boys game 87-51 to and the girls game by a score of 70-36. to Grand Island was swept today in their games by Lincoln Northeast. We'll try and get you a few more scores as uh, they come down the pipe here today. It was 63-27 Northeast winning the boys game. So Islanders uh, Bumpy here. They come in next week uh, to take on Kearney High on the 5th, while North Platte, that'll be our next games for Carney. That is on Tuesday that we will have that doubleheader. All right, let's take a look now at the final stats that we had. First off for the Fremont Tigers. Got a lot of people involved, but nobody in double digits. Eight points. That was the high for Jaden Cassio Jensen. Two rebounds and a block. Corian Gallatin eight points and a rebound. Maurice Bryant eight points, three rebounds. Caden Rister had one point. Noah Sagehorn five points. Zach Keaton seven points and a rebound. Aiden Vaca had uh, three points and two rebounds. Caden Karnatz had a three-point bucket. Isaac Williams had a rebound. Tyson Queen, five points and a rebound. And uh, Mr. Holm hit a three-pointer when he came into the ballgame. 27 points in the first half, 24 in the second. That was actually above the 47-point-per-game average for this Fremont Tiger team. 51 points along with just 11 rebounds, which will be weird. Uh, They just didn't get many boards and the teams didn't miss much so Kearney didn't give them many defensive rebounding opportunities. 2 of 7 at the free throw line 11 of 25 from three point land. They were 7 of 13 in the first half and 4 of 12 in the second half from three point land for 11 of 25. One block shot and 12 turnovers. Fremont falls to 1 and 5 when they finish up with the hack tournament. They will be back in action at columbus and then they go to lincoln east so at columbus and at lincoln east for fremont uh, a team that got a chance to go out to south carolina and that's why they hadn't played since the 16th and then come back and play here today those games just don't count on the uh, tournament schedule so for uh, fremont that's how things finish up they're now one and five for carney high Carter Lee, 10 points. Eight of those were in the first quarter. He had two rebounds and a block shot. Jack Dahlgren tied for the team high with 15 points, two rebounds, three block shots. Colt Straka, eight points, five rebounds. Jake Kratzel, all eight of his points in the fourth quarter. He had four rebounds. Trey Beckman had three three pointers in the second half, nine points, two rebounds. Asher Endorf leads the team in scoring here this afternoon, 17 points, four rebounds. Jacob Hansen had two points. Turner Bertrand had two points. Jordy Solaris had a rebound. Ian Piper, five points, three rebounds. Justin Murray, two points. And Ben Johnson, nine points, six rebounds. So everybody that's suited for Carney either scored or got a rebound in this afternoon's ballgame. 41 points in the first half, 46 in the second half. 87 points for the Carney Bearcats along with 29 rebounds, 8 out of 8 at the free throw line, 9 of 19 from three-point land, four block shots, only seven turnovers for Carney as they are now 7 and 1 on the season with an 87-51 win over Fremont. Teams are making their way out of the locker room, the coaches are making their way up to our vantage point and we'll have our chat with Coach Boronic when we return on the new West. Post-game At Freezing
5: Show. Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Freezing Ford difference for yourself today. Located
0: 20 miles east of Grand Island, just I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com.
2: And back here on the new West Post Game Show, Doug Duda with you as Carney completes the Wednesday afternoon sweep of the Fremont Tigers. And uh, we are joined by assistant coach Connor baronic When you win that easily, they can send you the assistant. <laughs> What's up, man? Congratulations on the win. Thank
5: you. I appreciate it. Good to have you out here.
2: Well, how about Fremont? I mean, they hung in it by making a lot of three-pointers, uh, and, and they threw a zone at you guys to start things off, and you made enough threes to... Kind of make them uncomfortable. Then it looked like you kind of cracked how to get that ball inside a little bit. To, let's start with the first half. I mean, this was a 33 27 ball game at one point.
5: Yeah, they're a really good team. They played teams close. Uh, the second half kind of fallen off a little bit against other teams as well, but they came out, shot it really well. We were trying to take away three early on, and he only got one or two up, I think. And then some of the other guys stepped up and started making some shots. They had seven threes made and only 26 points up on the board, so you're sitting there thinking, all right, they haven't shot many twos, so we had to start taking a three-point uh, three line all the way, and, and it started to work out a little better in the second half.
2: That has to be the youngest Class A starting lineup in boys' basketball. Yeah. Mean, and you, got, you guys have to know that. I mean, they, they're talented. you got a freshman, though, that's leading you at 18 points a game. You guys really put the clamps on him. Yeah. I'm sure everybody tries, but you guys did.
5: We kind of turned to each other and were like, man... He's going to be tough to guard for the next three years. You know, that's not going to be a fun, uh, fun person to see. Uh, he's a great talent. It's good to see that kind of stuff in Nebraska, whether it's an opposing team or not. Uh, but, yeah, they play a lot of young guys, and they're going to be a good team, you know, two or three years down the road when they've kind of taken a couple of bruises some bumps early on and kind of figured some stuff out. And uh, I was just really proud of our guys because we kind of stepped up and uh, put, uh, put, the, put, uh, put the foot on the pedal there towards the end of the second half, and uh, we kind of got on a little run there.
2: And pretty good balance. I mean, Carter had a good first quarter. Then Jack and uh, Asher really got things going in there. And maybe, I mean, I think a lot of people know Jack Dahlgren. They know Carter Lee. I still think a lot of people are trying to learn about Asher Endorf. Tell me a little bit about him.
5: You know, Asher, is, it was, he didn't play football in the fall. So we had him all fall and we got to see a lot of things and he was just tearing it up. And I'm like, man, this kid's going to help us a lot. It's going to be fun to have him around and it's going to be a great gift for us. And, uh, He's just—it's starting to slow down a little bit. You know that speed from being a no no knock to C one or below, but there's just a different level of speed and kind of things were going a little fast. We were throwing a lot of things at him. You know, new school, new. A lot of things academic-wise, new basketball things, learning new terminology. A lot of information overload at times, but he's starting to slow down. It's starting to pick. He's starting to feel a little bit better, and it's starting to look a little bit like what we saw in the summer and in the fall. And that's going to be really good for us moving forward because he's a great talent, and we're we're really uh, glad to have him on our team.
2: There is some talent in Class C.
5: Oh yeah, there there is some. That's for sure. And I and I there was no knock towards that. But you can just tell there's a lot of information that he was trying to pick up at times, and, and uh, it's starting to really slow down for him. And he's starting to really just be able to play free. You know,
2: the Boronic boys played a little bit in Class C, so uh, they did well there. What about what you saw from the second tier? You got to get a chance to get these kids, and I guess let's be honest, uh, some of these eight through 12 guys have probably seen more varsity action here the last few games than you would normally see
5: it's great it's great to get them out on the big stage you know getting playing in the varsity game getting to hear some coaching on the sideline more terminology getting to have that experience go out and score some points in a varsity game you know jake kratzel came out and i think he had eight points i mean he played only a quarter and a half and was just flying around driving towards the rim and, and he's going to be a dude that's going to help us maybe at the end of the year or maybe he's definitely going to have to help us next year. You know, you're kind of looking at that roster and it's going to be shaking up a little bit and it's just great to see that kind of now and then maybe he's going to continue to build on that through the JV year and, you know, keep getting cracks at the varsity level and, and we're really really looking forward to some of those young guys getting those opportunities. It's good for them because they practice hard all year, all week getting our guys ready and then it's nice to have them kind of get a reward at the end of the week, you know, and get to come out and play in front of a crowd and that kind of of stuff so we kind of we, we look forward to that
2: it gets real again i guess we'd say again we've said that you've beaten some teams that just aren't going to be in the upper half of class a record wise uh, and it had been 11 days since you played even uh, so you had to be pleased with the fire they came out with lincoln high as i was talking with drake before the ball game at least with this one day or half day scout that's the one team you have played that you know something about
5: yep it'll be all right we kind of know them they'll know us a little bit better and uh, we didn't we kind of played one of our better games against them, and they didn't play one of their better games. So it's going to be a tough matchup for us. They play really well at home. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a fun one. You know, any time we get this far along in the hack tournament, it's going to be tough games on the road, playing in uh, some hostile environments, you know, having some fun opportunities. But we're going to relish it, and we're going to enjoy this time and get ready for Lincoln High tomorrow and uh, come back tomorrow in the morning and get uh, a little game plan going and worry about ourselves more than we worry about them because at this point there's not a whole lot of things you can do. You know, it's... Not a lot of time.
2: Connor, take care of them tomorrow. Keep yeah. things going. It's
5: good to see it. Merry Christmas. Same to you, bud. Happy yeah. New Year. We'll see
2: it. It is Connor Veronic, assistant coach here of the Carney Bearcats. They win it easily, as it turns out, 87-51. Remember, it was 33-27 uh, with about two minutes to go. Not even that in the second quarter. Carney ended the second quarter on an 8-0 run. Then it kind of hung around that 14-point run uh, for a half of the sec- third quarter. And I mentioned Carney just seems like they're ready to – unleashed the fury and in about a minute 15 they scored 9 in a row they took it up to 23 and they never looked back as they win it by a score of 87 to 51 you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post game show no matter the activity New West is here to get you back to it schedule your appointment today good luck to the Bearcats the rest of the way both winning it today again Tatum Rusher at 25 points in the girls game 14.7 rebounds for Kiara Dutenhofer in the 70 to 36 victory here Almost everybody got in the score column, and uh, for Solaris, he got a rebound. 17 points for Asher Endor, 15 for Jack Dahlgren in the 87-51 victory. Girls play tomorrow at Lincoln Southwest at 2, then the boys will be at Lincoln High, so that's not a horrible drive. Not exactly close, but not horrible, and that's at 3. 45. We will be in Amherst for the next two days, bringing you eight holiday tournament games. St. Cecilia and York, the doubleheader begins at 1.30. Amherst and Carney Catholic, the doubleheader begins at 4.45. And then 11 o'clock we get going on Friday as well. This is Doug Dunising saying college football. Coming up next, Kansas and Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl here on ESPN. Thank you for
0: being a part of this ESPN Tri-Cities High School Sports Presentation. For a complete broadcast schedule, coaches' interviews, and past game recordings, head to newschannelnebraska.com. And thanks for listening to ESPN Tri-Cities.